AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. We went from normal life, healthy child, to acute lymphoblastic leukemia, or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Okay, first things first, happy Pride Month, happy Juneteenth, happy belated both of those, because I know it's well past that by the time y'all hear this. Recording this the day after the LA Pride Parade. And Juneteenth is coming up this coming weekend as to where I am right now. It would be really dumb to try to like promote y'all coming to that because it already happened. But anyway, uh, happy all that. Also, if you had subscribed to Cooler Zone, that's dope, man. Remember last week I asked for some questions. Uh, hit me with some Q&As. You feel me? Um, still working on with Matt how to do some like song exploders, you know, for some bonus footage. Um or not footage. I'm so used to making content for music. Uh, just bonus stuff. Anyway, thank you for subscribing. If you do, you're really helping. And we can sort of kind of like move on from there. But yo, <laughs> in honor of Pride Month, specifically Black folks in Pride, I started thinking that like, man, because of where we are in the world, I feel like the most... <laughs> I, I should borrow some of their slang for this one. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to cite my source because oftentimes, you know, they don't, that scene don't be getting their uh, they credit for like, I mean, I'm going all the way back to NIUP. Like, okay, that's black queer. You know what I'm saying? Like, they that's, that's theirs, right? I got time today. Like, that's okay. Word. But today I'm just going to talk about when people be messy and choose violence. <laughs> Politics, y'all. Hey, look here, man. Y'all know anybody that's just messy? I mean, of course, there's the reality of people being messy 
physically where it's just it's just paper strong and they can't find that just 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 disheveled i think disheveled is one of my favorite old white people word like it's what just looks disheveled i remember i used to work with a uh, a lady who was brilliant don't get me wrong it lay one of the smartest ladies i ever met but just it just stacks of paper all over it just she just always seemed a little disheveled like just kind of in a hurry like she like she late for something all the time you know what I'm saying it just it can't find something that's just it's in one of these piles like I just just disheveled you feel me <laughs> some people say it's a sign of intelligence I don't know whatever it is just I love that word but that's not what I'm talking about somebody messy where it's just it's just a cloud of drama always around them like they just seem like they just don't handle things with decency and order, like the church folk would say. It's just this it's just a just a cloud of drama always. Everything just feel difficult. Oh man, we gotta switch cars. Like you can't just go out to dinner or just brunch because it's like, oh nah, uh my tire went, so I had to borrow the homie's car, but then I left my jacket in the other one. And then I was talking to homegirl and she got all mad. I couldn't figure out why she got all mad. But then her husband was like, and it's just always a cloud, just a tornado. You just kind of create, just, you just anxious. There's that, or just don't handle stuff properly. Like if you would just be direct or maybe you too direct, just, it's just messy. It's just always a mess. Every situation you in is, is a mess. And somebody at your job you don't like. And y'all just in a thing. And they trying to recruit you to their side. Like, girl, let me tell you. You know, just, ah, just messy. And for some reason, it worked for them. Their life is fine. They don't, they don't seem, they seem fine. It worked for them. Did some of them be largely successful. It just, I, it, you just messy. Street dudes can get like this too. Because it's just like everything or ordeal, like, you just it just it just always seemed like there's some sort of situation just like right under the surface that bro if you would just like speak with a little clarity you know not take things personal own when you wrong everything ain't a every they're not trying to front you off every time they see you you know what i'm saying it's not you're not always being pressed you feel me like it's just I just don't, I just, I just, you know, I, I don't know if y'all know people, I just can't be around y'all. Like, see, for me, I don't like mess. I don't follow a lot of, like, gossip accounts, you know, the shade rooms. Like, I don't follow DJ Academics. Like, I don't, I don't follow TMZ. Like, I just, and it's not that I don't be interested in the culture. I just don't like mess. You know, I feel like shade room just be messy. It's just. Why you in a business? You know what I'm saying? Like, let me tell you, the only thing I pay, only thing I pay for is attention and attention to my own stuff. You know what I'm saying? I mind my business. I'm like, listen, if you ain't writing my check or marinating my chicken, it's, that's not my business. I'm probably going to do another show called that. Like, he don't write my check or marinate no chicken. You know, that's look, I'm, I'm, I'm giving y'all game right now. The point is like, I don't be, I don't do all that. Now, some would argue that I kind of do that with politics. <laughs> But still, if you notice, like the things I choose to cover, at least in my brain, they try to be stuff that I feel like have historical significance or are things that are funny or confusing a little bit or it's what I see y'all are worried about. 
You know, I ain't covered y'all ain't heard me cover no Bobert. I ain't got into the weeds with with no Marjorie Taylor or or the squad. I don't talk about what they beefing about. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, because I just I, I, I just can't do I just don't do drama. I can't do messy. To me, all that's interchangeable. You feel me? I don't like reality shows like The Bachelor. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, and I get it. A lot of people love it because you get to turn off. It's it's candy. This is your carb gluten intake your 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 polysaccharide highly processed high fructose corn syrup television i can't do it that stuff like i'm lactose intolerant i'm gluten intolerant like i can't i can't mess with all that like it just it gives me anxiety i don't like it i just there's a spanish word called ansia you know what i'm saying like it gives that's just ansia you know what i mean i just can't i can't do it y'all but some people love it. The homie Miles and his 420-day fiance, like he loved it. He loved that night fiance because, because again, it's silly. It's ridiculous. And it's just for me, I just don't like mess. I can't do mess. And but some people live in it. That's just, I don't know what it is about them, but it's just drama all around them all the time. They just messy. The you know who's messy? Let me give you a good example. You don't know this. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. All of them are messy. It's funny, it's it's very entertaining, but they y'all just messy. I, I can't be, I personally can't be around all that. And another thing I'm talking about today is when you choose violence. Like, I, you ever heard people say, man, this fool just woke up and chose violence. Sometimes I feel like if you got kids, it seems like your children do that sometimes. They just wake up. You got, if you got a little toddler, your toddler just decided that your child just woke up and looked at you and was like, you a bitch. <laughs> if you have kids, there be times that you feel like your four-year-old just like, you a bitch. I'm going to mess up this room like I feel like it. I don't care what you cook today. I'm going to throw it off the table. It don't matter to me. Yesterday, I liked dino nuggets. Today, I don't. You a bitch. You going to cook me what the fuck I want you to cook me. Sometimes it feel like your children <laughs> just wake up and decide you don't matter today. They just You just chose violence. You ever heard somebody say, you know what? I got time today. Where usually, again, you ain't writing my check, marinating my chicken. I ain't got time for you. Like, I that's your problems is your problem. Even if you saying something stupid and out of pocket that would call for a whose man's is this. But if today I got time, I'm going to let you know what I think about you right now. It, it, for, I come from a generation where if you if you hear a black woman go, OK, that means she finna tell you uh, some stuff you should have been told years ago. And look. So she don't she don't she don't chose violence. I'm not look, look, I'm not going to be the bigger person today. Shannon Sharp say, listen, if you always got to be a bigger person around your people, you you around too many small people. You shouldn't always have to be the bigger person. Grub said sometimes you should choose violence. Sometimes. No, take the lower road. I don't know the high road full. I'm going to I'm going the lower road. When they go low, we go lower. You feel me? Propagate low, 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 low. You understand what I'm saying? He'll, still, still hitting them corners in them low lows, girl. Going over to the Filipino house saying what's up to grandpa. What up, low, low? I'm going low out this mug. Only a few will appreciate that bar. Anyway, so we're going to talk about people being messy and choosing violence this episode. All right, y'all.
connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount+. Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Okay, so the messy talk is going to be towards the end. Right now, um, I want to talk about the the choosing of violence, you know, and I do feel like it's a conscious decision. That's why we say, yo, you chose violence today, you know, (laughs) because there was probably other ways for you to handle a situation, you know, a more diplomatic way. Sometimes you got to finesse your way into the winner's circle, you know, other times you got to bogart and throw elbows. And a lot of times the bogarting and throwing elbows is just because you kind of tired of finessing. I'm a little tired of like I'm 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 tired like I said, I'm tired of going the high road. We're going to go to the low road. And sometimes the low road be the high road cuz every once in a while some people just need a little slap in the face. <laughs> Bring it back to reality, you know what I'm saying? So obviously the most messy and the most violent is former president Donald Trump and his uh, litany of of cases he finna face. But before we get to him, because that one's super obvious, but it's but unless you don't understand the situation he's in, you can't see like all oh, the messiness. I think <laughs> my favorite choice of violence right now is Governor Chris Christie. The, the man has chosen violence. I think in a way that is, I can y'all hear the smile in, in my face? Because all the people that are trying to jump into the primary on the Republican side to run to become the Republican choice for the president of the United States. And at this point, you've probably heard the episode before when we talk about what caucusing is and all that good stuff. Understand that there are people that jump into races that you should take serious. Uh, I, now I sound like I'm choosing violence, right? 
It's some people you should you should really take serious because they got a real shot. Other people, and it's a real legitimate strategic move. Like it's a strategy that political parties do where somebody jumps in honestly just to take a few they with no plans to win, but just to take a few votes from somebody. Like it's just like I'm being here just to be a hater. I'm just here to salt your game. Like some people run to just be a hater. I'm running to make sure you lose. That's it. I know I ain't gonna win. I just don't want you to win. This is this is me if the Boston Celtics was in the finals. I know the Lakers ain't going, but as long as Boston loses, I'm happy. Then there's people that get into the race just to make sure that there are topics being spoken about that they know if they wasn't on the stage, nobody would bring this up. You know, I think a good example would be the Yang gang back in the day, like a few years ago when Andrew Yang was running. He was here just to talk about universal basic income. Like the man really ain't had no shot, but he made us talk about it. You know, you take what Bernie was doing, who actually did have a shot, like you had to take him serious. And he dialed it up to a to to a way to make you say like, okay, if you're willing to embrace somebody like a Bernie with the like really soft core, you know, kids bop version of socialism, because it ain't really socialism. It's just, it's normal to the rest of the country. It's like, it says socialism is Canada. You feel me? If you're willing to actually out here in America embrace those topics, maybe I can just turn the gain up one notch and be like, well, what about this? Stockton did it. Stockton's got a universal basic income for their city. It's been great. You know, it works. You know, you raise the ceiling by lifting the floor. That's some of the, uh, that's an, another phrase you use. So it's like, you don't just keep pushing at the top. If you bring the bottom up, you bring the bottom above the poverty line, which again, doesn't really have to exist, but that's a whole other topic. But when you do that, you could see social change. Anyway, Yang just brought that up. It was another brother, I can't remember his name, but it was almost like his whole role was to make sure that climate change was first and foremost in the topics in what we talking about. Now you talk about people that like, now fast forwarding to now who may have a shot, you know, and if you know you've been around for a while, especially you old enough to even be listening to this podcast, then you understand that like trying to predict who going to be up is, especially at this point in an election, is just not smart. Because if that's the case, it, we would be we would be talking about former President Jed Bush, because at this point in time, it was like, during the last cycle, when Trump, you know what I'm saying, like when well, he would have been a shoe in Not obviously not when he was running against Biden, but before that, you know what I'm saying, when he was being primary, everybody was like, oh, it's a no-brainer. Bush is your dude. So it's way too early. You would have never guessed. Nobody would have ever guessed. Obama lost the Iowa caucuses. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are the types of things that like, it's too early to predict who going to really be a contender. However, there are ways that if you just understand political strategy, you can understand what's going on here. So you got people like Tim Scott, you got Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, you got people like um, former Vice President Pence might actually have a shot. At this point in, in time, Teflon Dawn, like it's really some mob energy. It's like the worse his crime gets, the more people love him. It's just on some Tupac stuff. Like, you know, the more trouble you get, the more we like you. Even if that trouble is detrimental to us and obvious, even if it's the same trouble you done, you was mad at somebody else about, like anybody can rewind the tape and see him talking about how serious you have to be about classified documents and nobody who doesn't understand how to handle classified documents is fit to run the office. He was talking about Hillary Clinton at the time. 
I'm like, if it, I, I don't, you know, but her emails, right? Anyway, you have somebody like Asa Hutchinson, the former president, president, the former governor of Arkansas, who's willing to talk to talk. But should you take that fool serious? Do they really got a shot? I mean, it's hard to say right now. Or maybe they, maybe Asa's just trying to add some, uh, some, some, some salsa to the tacos. Maybe that's what they're doing. Now you take somebody like Chris Christie. And here's what I love about Chris Christie. My favorite part about Governor Chris Christie is the fact that he is just so regular degular. That's one of the most regular dudes I ever see. There's nothing remarkable about this man. Now, obviously, I'm exaggerating. You can't have the type of political career and reach the level of success this man has reached without being actually very talented, very brilliant. You know, I'm just, I'm being silly here. But what I am saying is the amount of messiness that he has caused in the state of New Jersey. Y'all, that's again, that's a whole other show. Just go try to find out about that man's bridges. You feel me? Like, okay, so he just, (laughs) he just regular, you know? Now, if you got any skills and especially the type of skills to get him to the position that he's in, You have to learn how to make your weaknesses your strengths. They become your superpower. It's the indie artist thing. You make your your limitations be your greatest assets. His regularness can actually help. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just a regular dude, and I've lost a ton of times. I've made some incredibly embarrassing mistakes through the course of my career. I ain't Hollywood. I'm not traditionally handsome. And you are absolutely right. In the face of the juggernaut, the Thanos that is Donald Trump, I bitched up. I fell in line because that's what I thought I was supposed to do. Now, that can either make you seem like you can't actually do this or it could be your strengths. But for it to be your strength, you got to choose violence, boy. That man got up on that stage in New Hampshire, rambled on for two hours and was like, everybody else scared to say this man's name. I ain't scared. Y'all treating him like Baltimore. Y'all all walking on eggshells, tiptoeing around this nigga like he can't get touched. He say that man's a cow. That man ain't got no integrity. And y'all all, all y'all scared to say it. I ain't scared to say it. Donald Trump is messy. Now, granted, he ain't start talking that madness until the indictment started rolling out. You know what I'm saying? So maybe he playing his cards. Now, I ain't met. You start talking reckless when you know a nigga finna go to jail. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> so he talking reckless. He like, look, man, you small. You small minded. You selfish. All your boys, you throw all your boys in front of the cops when it's time to go. You don't never take no blame when something go wrong. But it's always all you when something go right. You got impeached twice, cuz. This nigga messy. Like, I don't understand. And everybody, I don't understand why everybody else afraid to say this. Y'all see this, man? This really what y'all want? Y'all tripping. Listen, I've made mistakes, but I'm a real man. I owned it. Y'all small-minded. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes 
you know, you can choose to be small or choose to be big. Those were his phrases. Like he was like, and then he, the man tried to run through all these moments in history when we chose to go big rather than doing the small, easy route. Now, granted, it was a very Wonder Bread, hot dog, Colorado fireworks type version of America being brave. You feel me? But the point is, he was trying to say, this man, you are not cut from the line of greatness. You descend from small men. Basically, you're a fucking coward because when it was time to man up and own your mistakes and do the right thing, you couldn't. Everybody else afraid to tell you, I ain't afraid to tell you. You messy, you trash, and you bad for our country. He like, look, I ain't got nothing to lose. I ain't got shit to prove either. I done already taken my L's. My career, my, my, legend, my legend is solidified. I can say what I want to say. I, however, ain't got no problem owning my mistakes. And I'm going to do my best to be right by y'all. Now, now, he chose violence, but let me tell you how messy this might be. I don't know if y'all noticed, but listen, it's a strategy crazy. He could be literally talking that talk for two reasons. Because DeSantis is, is trying to talk that talk, but he won't go all the way in. Because when these indictments came up, he still came to Trump's defense. Like he wasn't really, he wasn't really about that life. Like he about that life, but he ain't really about that life. Because he's like, see, here's, here's the difference between Trump and DeSantis, at least this is what DeSantis wants us to think. He's like, Trump is messy and violent. I'm just violent. I'm not messy. And that's what he, that's his whole thing. It's like, I, you get all the violence without the mess. That's his thing, right? So even if he gonna take a shot at Trump, he ain't gonna say the man's name because he like, I'm not messy. That's low class. Now, if you strategy, you like, we'll let Chris Christie say it. Because he already, he already a mess. I mean, he from Jersey. It's cold, ain't it? Because you got DeSantis saying, like, pulling quotes from Trump's um, speech to be like, oh, you're saying you could fix Ukraine, you could fix this, you could fix all the problem in the first 30 days of the country. Wow. Well, what about when you had four years to do it? I mean, that's a bar. Like, that's a great bar. It's like, well, why should we give you four more? You couldn't, all the stuff you saying you could fix right now in the first day, why didn't you fix it when you had a chance? You was talking all that shit, you know what I'm saying? Bring that same energy. But he won't say you. Nikki, same way. They won't ever say that man's name. And oh, oh, Mike Pence, man, I'm, that boy is walking a tightrope, the width of dental floss. My nigga out here like, yeah, I was there the whole time. But when it was time for me to stand up and do the right thing, I did the right thing. And I was like, fam, do you think we don't understand the Constitution? Which is usually true. We don't. But my G, you couldn't have done nothing anyway. That was the point. When you had a chance to do something, you ain't do nothing. You want me to pat you on the back for you not going with the plan, the plan that wasn't going to work anyway, to confirm the election on January 6th when you and I both know, and you just said out of your mouth, it's a formality. You don't even have the power to overturn it anyway. So you want me to be proud of you to not do something you wasn't able to do? If, if fam, the hell is you talking about? Well, you know, when 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 he got out of hand, I finally you you put your foot down after four years and he wasn't the president no more. What the hell foot did you put down? You know, when somebody start talking shit after the bully leave, after everybody, after the bully gone, he down the block like, man, that's yeah, you don't even know, man, I to beat man. Next time I'm gonna beat and he start boxing the air. Next time I'm gonna be like, uh, 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 it's like, nigga, shut up. When you had a chance, you ain't do when he was standing right here, you ain't do nothing. <laughs>
so funny to me. But anyway, Chris Christie chose violence, right? And now, when I tell you about this strategy, the strategy I'm talking about, this could, could be this could be either A, I'm clearing the road for Trump. So he might be there just to make sure DeSantis don't win. Are you following me? Because they kind of saying the same thing, except he's saying it louder. So you know what that do? That split the vote. It might be that. Or it might be the other way around. You just playing the percentage game. You're moving a percentage. If enough of us are in this race, you're making the cut of the pie smaller of the amount of percentages that you would need to make it into. Now, remember, like I said last month, uh, winner takes all when it, with the Republican Party. But if this pie is cut so thin, then that could mean that you might be able to push Donald Trump under the threshold of percentage of even being eligible to being the party's nominee. So the question is, who in Chris Christie's ear? Which violence did he choose? Follow me. Because if he runs and he takes a percentage, right, it, does that percentage come out of DeSantis's pocket or does it come out of Trump's pocket or does it come out of the whole pot? Either way, you're taking percentage points away, knowing full well the plan the whole time was never to actually win. You just trying to cut the cut the pot thinner, choosing violence because <laughs> I'm with it, though. I, I, I love the strategy. I love the game. I love the gamesmanship. I love the gamesmanship. I don't know what's happening. I could be totally wrong. But this is an example of how you could play the game. Governor Chris Christie might actually believe this is his spot. He might actually believe everybody is so flawed. You know what I'm saying? This might be his actual chance again. I don't know. He might be betting on the fact that if he could possibly survive out of control and absolutely messy Republican primary, because how, how do you make the Republican voter happy right now? without making everyone else in the country miserable. If he can survive that, he might believe he has a chance to beat Biden because Biden is is like, he's such a consolation prize. At least that's the way, yeah, he's a consolation, I mean, I don't know how else to say it. He's a consolation prize. Man, when I was a kid, I remember in our garage, there was this set of like 10 speed bikes that no one ever rode. And I just remember they were just collecting dust in the garage. I never knew where they came from. And then one day I asked, I was like, yo, whose bikes are those? And my dad goes, your mother won them on The Price is Right. I was like, what? <laughs> She's like, yeah, she went on The Price is Right when she was pregnant with you. I was like, what are you talking about? What? You know, and he was like, yeah, she got all the way to the final showcase. You know, when you get to win, you know, the new car or the, or the all expenses paid trip to Cancun. She got all the way to there and lost. And what she got from that was these two bikes. <laughs> she got the consolation prize. She got all the way to the end where she could have, they could have went to Cancun. And instead, it's these bikes collecting dust in our garage by the time that I was like five, six, seven years old to actually realize that those are bikes. <laughs> That's just a little gem. Anyway messiest of them all <laughs> after this break
<clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount+, Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. All right, so I'm reading this book. Well, I'm listening to this book called Untouchable, How Powerful People Get Away With It. Uh, by uh, Ellie um, Honing. He was a former New York uh, Southern District Attorney, um, prosecuted a bunch of mob cases and put a bunch of dudes in jail. And he's kind of just talking about like the little bit of that we already know of like how the powerful, how like mobsters, how the rich get away with it. Like, why is there, why are you safety, safer if you're, you know, rich and guilty rather than poor and innocent. You know what I'm saying? Like, why Why does system work better for you? And he's going through step by step. And then he's also talking about, you know, former President Trump and how he be getting away with shit, right? Um, it's a really interesting listen um, or read, whatever your fancy is. But I bring this up because I'm talking about nigga being messy. There's a certain type of messiness and a certain type of sanitation that if you go move in the circles that Trump moves in and in a way that Trump likes to move, there's a certain amount of like hygiene you kind of got to have. And he kind of goes over this. I really love this because he's using like his cases in the mob to like tell, help him understand how Trump moves. It's pretty crazy. It's like, it's essentially like a, a like mob politics instead of like hood politics. You know what I'm saying? And as a prosecutor, he's saying why, you know what I'm saying? And one of the things he brings up is how the district attorney will say, hey, we treat every case equally in the same with the same amount of like vigor and scrutiny. He's like, yo, that's not true. The ones that are like higher catches, like the big fish, we cross every T, we dot every I because the public's trust is plays such a big role. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't screw this up. Remember I told y'all before, you shoot at the king, you better not miss. It was kind of cool to hear this lawyer kind of validate that point look dog you shoot at the king you better not miss so 
he gives these examples of how Trump moves, according to him, like how mob bosses move, and then ways that he don't. One of the ways that he moves like mob bosses moves is you say it by not saying it. Trump is well known for not liking to write stuff down. No evidence. You never actually do the deed. You don't even talk to your whole circle. You talk to two dudes and you say stuff like, we should take care of that. You think maybe, well, what if we, and you only tell like you, you, in these, in these ways that you, that you stuff can never actually get back to you. And, but the people around you supposed to already know what you mean. So in that sense, Trump ain't messy at all and can back up and be like, yo, what is you talking about? I was joking. What you want me, you want me to talk down you want me to say, what do you want me to say about the Pratt boys? Okay. Stand back and stand by. Uh, Okay. You, You happy? Well, maybe that was a gap. Maybe he meant stand down. I don't know. He talking to the dude down in Georgia. Look, I just want to find 11,000 votes. I'm short 11,000 votes. I know I got them. I just need you to go find them. He ain't say make them up. He ain't say none of that. He was just like, yo, go find the votes. You know, he'd say stuff like, hey, I'm proud of you. And I know you're just going to do the right thing. You know, maybe I'm hoping you could find your way. You know, that that uh, Michael Flynn, man, he's a good guy. He's a good guy, man. And you're a good guy, too. Man, we know what you mean, cuz. You feel me? And when you were underling, here's another thing, but that's also his shows his like his streets hygiene. When you are underling, when you are aid, if you're just a helper, you're not paid to think. Don't I care about your opinion or your judgment? You're not there to ask why. You air you there to do. You don't even supposed to ask how. You just do it. I'm not, you know, you don't, I don't pay you to think. You pay the lawyers to think. So if I tell you, hey, grab them boxes and figure out where to put them. That's what you're supposed to do. What's in them boxes? Uh, excuse me? That's my stuff. Go put it over there. Now, you and your right mind know good and well, you shouldn't have been touching them boxes. <laughs> you, at that point, you should have put in your two weeks, nigga. Because, like, look, at, clearly this is an issue. You feel me? But in that sense, his hygiene is great. I ain't finna tell you what it is. You just put the boxes where that. They my paperwork. I got them for now. I got them. I'm the president and I'm your boss. They mine. You don't worry about how they mine. They mine. Figure out where to put them. <laughs> and in this indictment that he got that I'm about to get into, it, it, I mean, they got copies of, of text messages. Them fools being like, yo, where do we put? I think there's room in the shower. Where do we put all this shit? Man, I don't know. Why does he want it? I, I, I don't know. We sure is ours. Like, look, look, look homie. Put the box where it go. So in the sense that he know how to say it without saying it, and he only talked to the few he need to talk to, he's pretty he's pretty clean. That being said, he always into something. It's always something with you. It's something, somebody always out there. Like, nigga, you messy, dog. It's always a situation. <laughs> this nigga messy. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, the second of many Court cases he finna face just came down. 37 case. 37. 37 counts, cuz. So here's what it is. You got these classified documents that you ain't supposed to have. Okay, that's one thing. Then you said you ain't have them. <laughs> now it's obstruction. And then when they was like, 
Yeah, you do. We gonna come get them. You only gave them niggas some of them. <laughs> and then you kept lying. So you kept forcing these people to have to come back. Now, let me tell y'all something if you don't know this already. Do you know what happened? Now, I'm, I'm, speaking, I'm speaking in black parent here. One of the worst things to do to a black parent, I, 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 I did a survey early on in the show, and most people already knew this. The, the worst thing you could do to a black parent is embarrass them in public. You just not you just can't embarrass them. But we have phrases like, you think I'm boo-boo the fool. Do you know what that means? Well, boo-boo the fool was from some sort of show that I am not privy of. Cause that's before my time. That's, that's our parents' phrase. I don't, I don't know who the hell boo-boo the fool is. But the point is, I knew, I knew what they meant. What they meant was, you think I'm stupid. You gonna talk to me like I'm stupid. You gonna you finna talk to me like I'm stupid? We say stuff like, I ain't one of your little friends. That's like, you know, you need to respect me. But boo-boo the fool mean don't don't talk to me like I'm dumb. You walk in my house smelling like weed, liquor, and badussy, and I ask you where you been, and you say nowhere, like, oh, you think I'm stupid. Once you once you make them feel like you think they stupid, now they searching your bags. Now they gonna search your room. It might have it might have not been a thing. If you'd have just Oh, yeah, nah, I was I was wilding, mom. I'm sorry. Then you might get a lecture about making better choices. But, oh, 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 see that? So you think I'm stupid. So, okay, so that's what you finna say to me, right? You think I'm stupid? Now it's, now it's a problem. I feel like that's, listen, you you choosing violence if you think you're gonna talk to them like that. You you just chose violence. That's That that mean they on their way. And that's what Trump did. He just, look, you, he told the feds, y'all dumb. And they was like, oh, you think we dumb? You don't even need to drop a pen. We on our way. I'm bringing the paperwork. You gonna get in, we finna take pictures. So like, look, I have this theory. Now, I don't know because judging about the got doggone treasure trove, the amount of documents this nigga took, I thought if it was just a little bit that he said he had in the first place, had the man just been like, it's almost like you never shoplifted before. <laughs> had the man just kind of been like, oh, oh, I thought I could. Oh, my bad. That's a problem. Oh, yeah. No, I ain't even opening boxes, man. I just thought I was just trying to help out. Because y'all had the people coming in. I just thought maybe I could look through it later. Maybe I had some stuff in there. I don't know. I ain't know. Y'all come get these boxes in. Let me look through there and make sure I got some. Like if it's any personal to y'all need to be here for that. Okay, cool. Just go, go and get it. I mean, it's taking up space anyway. I ain't know. It probably wouldn't even made the news. But since he was defiant, it shows violence. They was like, oh, you think we dumb? You you think we don't? And then he could say, he say shit like, well, I'm allowed to declassify it because I'm the president. If I say it's declassified, it's declassified. They said, oh. Oh, so you really think we dumb, don't you? We think we ain't do our homework. <laughs> Fed said, you got me all the way fucked up. <laughs> now, let's try to go in order. And it's a lot of big words that happen in here and like a lot of like pearl clutching, you know, and a lot of like absolute cap. So I'm gonna try to cut this as clean as possible. Now, granted, y'all probably been going through four weeks of this shit in the news, but if you have been ignoring it for your own sanity, let me, let me, let me roll it for you right now, okay? So at the end of Trump's um, tenure as the president, at some point in that time when it was time for him to move out, remember, because he left early because he didn't want to stay for the transition of power. He clearly had some of his folks gather up a gang of boxes, right? With all kind of documents in there. Whether he knew he could or couldn't, if you're a parent, you understand. To try to discern whether your child knew they were supposed to or not, to those who is, that's not even worth your time. 
whether you knew or not is not the point. You did the thing. And if you didn't know, that's your fault. Okay, so like, let's not even try to figure out whether he knew or not, whether he was under the impression that it was okay or not. That what what the hell difference does it make? Oh, I thought a pound of cocaine was cool. I thought it was only bad with two pounds. Oh, that's what you thought. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so what you think don't matter, nigga. Like, so he boxed it up, took all that stuff back to the crib. Had his age just kind of put it where just get in where you fit in. It's my stuff. From that point, now this is according to the unsealed indictment. Now, why they was able to get all this information is because of a point where he actually <laughs> suggested to his lawyer to commit a crime. And once you actually suggest to your lawyer to help you commit a crime, then your attorney client privilege can be pierced. Meaning I can get everything I need because you suggested nigga to commit a crime. You can't make your lawyer make you commit, help you commit a crime. You just can't do that. Like, so this is why we know all this stuff. So according to the indictment, this man... It's just boxes, just shit willy nilly everywhere on a stage in a room and in his Mar-a-Lago club. Now, his Mar-a-Lago club, you got to remember, like, that's not just his house. Like, that's a club. Like, you could you could pay membership to come chill there. He got all this stuff. And then he started acting like O-Dog. Now, O-Dog is a character from Menace Society. And if you haven't seen the movie, this is the central plot. O-Dog and Kane go to a liquor store O-Dog ends up shooting the store clerk and then goes in the back and takes the tape. But this nigga was showing the homies, all the homies, him shooting this man. Like, I'm just showing the homies, like, as he's committing felonies. Like, I'm like, come look at this murder, like, rewinding and stuff like that. So, like, what I'm trying to say is, if you have something that is the level of a flex of, I'm talking nuclear capabilities of multiple countries, you got CIA, NSA, State Defense Department materials in your possession and you sitting around with the homies. I mean, are y'all serious? Of course he going to show up. What did you talk? Of course I'm going to show the homies. And somebody as dirty and nasty as Trump, he trying to get in this, get into some girl draws. You think he ain't trying to like, are you kidding me right now? Of course you go. Why else would you take it? Nigga? Taking it so you can flex. Like, come, come on, man. This let's just be obvious. He messy. That's that's some messy shit. You have to know that's messy. Then out there in his other spot in Jersey, he got another little club in Jersey. My man plucked a piece of paper up out of that thing. Some of the Iran documents. And he kind of showing the homies, this man that's interviewing him for a book. And you could hear on the tape of this because that interview is taped. You hear Trump saying, y'all probably not supposed to. I'm probably not even supposed to have this. I can't show you. Now, here's where that gets ill, because he's such a dude that likes to stunt. When you like to stunt, you exaggerate everything. He might have just been putting extras. He might have not known. He might have just been putting extras on it. He might have actually believed it wasn't it wasn't classified no more because he said it wasn't classified. He might believe that it don't matter because he said, oh, I ain't supposed to show you this. That, what kind of a dumb line like is that? Oh, man. Hey, look, I ain't going to show you. This. It's like, yo, I know the, hey, I know the DJ. I can get you in. I can get you in this club. I mean, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but I can get you into this club. Like, nigga, you're just, you trying to get to the yams. I like, it's, it's so, I, this is so easy. Of course you knew you wasn't supposed to take it. And of course you was trying to show off to them. Here's the thing about a narcissist though, is if you just let them talk, eventually they're going to hang themselves. They're going to tell you exactly their plans. They'll always reveal, always reveal their cards. Then he get the subpoena. And when you get to the subpoena, he start realizing like, oh shit. Now at that point, like I said, you do like you do shoplifting. What? These boxes? Oh, where? Then you start looking for an aid to blame. Hey, homie, like, I was wondering what all these boxes were. Like, okay. Yeah, no, nah, y'all come get it. Probably not have been a thing. That's what every other, that's what every other person, that's what Mike Pence did. That's what, uh, 
That's what Joe Biden did. They, that's what they did. They was like, what, them in my desk? They was just in the closet. Oh, oh, my bad. Yeah, now y'all come get it. <laughs> you got to put your voice way up there. <laughs> now, here's where it goes from messy to violent. Because once he gets it and his lawyer was like, this is a federal subpoena, homie. Like, we have to do it. And he was like, what if we, what if we don't give it? What if I just, what if I just ignore it? And they're like, sir, you can't ignore it. What if we just say we don't have any? They're like, sir, I can't. So then apparently, according to these, to this, it, I, it, this fool goes, all right, man. Yeah. Tell him it is what it is. Y'all pull up. Then he look over at one of his aides and he says he gives him the like little like plucking symbol, like with his hands, like, like take some stuff out. So he, he telling his aide by not telling his aide, he telling his aide, go in there, find some of the dope shit, the good stuff, and just take them out, put them somewhere else and then lead the rest of the rest of the stuff out there. And, uh, and then what is, then it's whatever. But you you chose violence. So this is when the stuff hit the news. And now he's like, oh, my God, they're raiding my house. And then, <laughs> then he tried to take it to the hood. You know, and everybody throwing up, they free my homeboy signs. And we know it good and goddamn well. Your homeboy is a criminal. You, <laughs> Hey, man, hey, free my cousin. Like, nah, don't know. Don't let you know that nigga criminal. You know for a fact that nigga criminal. So he trying to take it to the streets. Like, yo, man, they all trying to get me. And here's where it get the most sloppy because you just you do the slow leak, you do the slow thing, and then you make me have to come back four and five times. Now we pissed off because you keep making me have to come back. That's what's happening with the feds. So it's like, oh, nigga, man. I, I got to go back. Then this man had the nerve again trying to get the free my free my homeboy signs out in his in his rallies saying shit like they coming they coming for me but they not just coming they coming for you. They doing this to us. <laughs> they they mad at us. If they doing it to me, but I'm gonna stand I'm gonna protect y'all. Listen man, look. <laughs> anybody anybody Grew up around any sort of violence, knows that line. When your homeboy mouthing off and then the car turn around, you yelling, you they throwing, you sitting there by yourself, rolling back and forth with your skateboard, you and your homeboys, we just chilling on the side, just eating a popsicle, eating a taco, a car pull up, this fool decides to stack on him, decides to throw some signs up, and then that car turn around, that car hit a Yui, and they on their way back. Oh, they coming for us. Nigga, they coming for you, okay? <laughs> they coming for you. Now, I'm gonna have to catch all these. I'm Now, again, the rules are I have to throw hands because we homies, but you did that. You you did that. I look. And matter of fact, when they get out the car and they like, hey, where you vatos from? When they start yelling stuff like that, look, watch me be silent. <laughs> I ain't look. I ain't here to bang no set. I ain't even asked for none of this. Now, granted... Obviously, if I was on the set, I'd have to I'd have to bang when you ask those are the rules. But listen, I'm just sitting on my skateboard. Nigga, I look, this beef ain't mine. I'ma be silent now if they try it again. 
I'm going to ride for the homie. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get you this time, but you got to get me next time. You feel me? We're going to throw hands. But listen, they not coming for us, nigga. <laughs> they coming for you. Don't don't try, don't you put this on me, Ricky Bobby. You know what I'm saying? But that's what he doing. He putting it on y'all. He said he saying they doing that to all of y'all. And I mean y'all because he ain't doing it to me, nigga. Like this, though. No, look, we already knew about the FBI. I already knew. You don't treat them like they dumb. <laughs> Nigga, this is your problem. Look, man, you, you look, you just messy and you chose violence. This, I hope you got time today, buddy. So when this man is gonna be in the height of his campaigning, he gonna be on trial in multiple states. I don't know, man. Some people like it. Some people messy, and they there for the violence. Let's just see what happens, y'all. Hood politics. You know, I don't know why I ain't thought of this before, but, you know, you could use promo code HOOD for 15% off on terraformcoldbrew.com. Like, I forgot I own that company, and this is my pod. Y'all, go ahead and punch in promo code HOOD if you in the cold brew. Get you some cold brew. Go on, get you some coffee. Y'all, like, I can't believe I ain't thinking this till right now. Yo, this thing right here was recorded by me, Propaganda, in East Los Boyle Heights, Los Angeles, California. This thing was mixed, edited, mastered, and scored by the one and only Matt Osowski. Y'all, check out this fool's music. I mean, it's incredible. Executive produced by Sophie Lichterman for Cool Zone Media. Man, and thank you for everybody who continue to tap in with us. Make sure you leave a reviews and five-star ratings and sharing it with the homies so we could get this thing pushed up in the algorithm and listen i just want to remind you these people is not smarter than you if you understand city living you understand politics we'll see you next week We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. 
Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.